This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. In this episode, we look at three tiny yet effective ways to practice self-love, even when you're busy and exhausted. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're looking at a topic that I think we all need to practice more. I think we all need to build it more into our lives. I definitely do. It's not something that I really think about, but I think that if we could, if we could add it into our lives more often, we'd find ourselves more naturally making progress rather than having to sort of force it to happen. So, of course, I'm talking about self-love. It is a topic that has blown up in interest over the last few years and for good reason, because it is important. So this should be a super, super good episode. Now, before we jump into that episode, do you ever feel like you are your own worst enemy? Me too. That's why I spend so much time trying to trick myself with productivity tools or different hacks. But I recently found a good podcast that tackles this exact subject, and it's worth a listen. It's called Inner Monkey. Inner Monkey is a podcast about the everyday struggles we have with ourselves and the steps we can take to nudge our lives in the direction we want. Basically, if you like this podcast, you'll definitely like Inner Monkey. Some recent episode topics include picking yourself up after failure, big or small, forgiving yourself, and dealing with uncertainty. So do a quick search for Inner Monkey when you're done with this episode and give their show a listen. That's Inner Monkey, available wherever you get your podcasts, or of course, there is a link to the show in the description of this episode. You know that self-love is important. It seems to be the trendy thing at the moment among personal development people. Pretty much every social media platform seems to be filled with posts about self-love, self-care, self-empathy, and any other thing that falls into that topic. Heck, I've even started talking about it more recently. My entire goal-setting framework, the LEAP goal, was built with empathy at its core. Empathy for yourself and your situation. It's important. In fact, it may be one of the most important topics in self-help today. But how do you practice self-love? How do you learn to love yourself? And when you are incredibly busy or tired or frustrated, how do you continue to fit it in? Well, self-love is defined as a regard for one's own well-being and happiness. Now, of course, this idea can be taken too far. There's no end to narcissistic individuals who believe their priority of self at the expense of others is a good thing. But self-love, that is inherently a good thing. It's just not always done in the right way. 
a love for self, self-confidence, prioritizing yourself and doing things that make you happy and even knowing what those things are, understanding what it is that makes you happy. These are all good things. They're things that we should strive to do more of. But if we look at that definition, a regard for one's own well-being and happiness, it simplifies things. It makes it much easier to understand how we can do it, how we can fit it in and what it looks like. In order to practice self-love, we simply need to start paying attention to the things that affect our well-being and happiness. And there are three very simple and very specific things that we can start doing on a day-to-day basis to accomplish this. Now, of course, these aren't the only three, but they are three things we can build into our lives to make this a little bit easier and a little bit more straightforward. So number one is to get more and better sleep. And this is something that I quite honestly am including in this episode as a warning to myself because I do not get enough sleep and I've only recently started getting better sleep when I do. But getting more sleep is one of the first things you can do for yourself and it can produce the biggest results because with lack of sleep comes lack of patience. You're more likely to get frustrated. You're more likely to get angry. It leads to an inability to focus and a number of other negatives that can bleed into the rest of your life. By just adding 20 to 30 minutes more of good quality sleep, you can improve your overall quality of life significantly. You can improve your mood throughout the rest of the day, the way that you engage with other people, the way you connect with them. You can improve your overall health And you can position yourself to accomplish more each day, not to mention you are more likely to make the right choices, the choices that are going to benefit you the most if you have a good night of sleep versus otherwise. So that's the first thing is to get more and better sleep. The second is to eat happier. We often set eating healthier as a goal that we want to work towards. You know, we want to cut out this and uh, switch to more of this and, and do that more often. And this is a good goal to have. We, we may want to do this because we want to lose weight or for and really any number of other reasons. But it's one of the more common goals out there. With that said, eating happier is a little bit different. It's less about health inherently focusing on our health and more so about allowing ourselves to both practice self-love and practice self-indulgence. And what I mean by that is we allow ourselves to eat the things that make us feel good, whether that feel good comes in the form of the mental and emotional side or the physical side. Think about how you feel when you eat poorly. Maybe you get a stomach ache. Maybe you feel disappointed in yourself and you broke your goal and so now you're mad at yourself. That's what you try to avoid uh, for any number of reasons. But when you're focused on eating healthier, you are avoiding all of those foods, which is good. When you focus on eating happier, you actually give yourself permission to eat some of those less healthy foods. Now, of course, it's not about getting a stomach ache or any of those things, right? We want to avoid that if possible. But if certain foods have very emotional ties to, if certain things that you could engage in remind you of a happier moment in your life, remind you of childhood, remind you of any number of things, or if it means going out with people that you love, I know right now people aren't really going to restaurants, but when that eventually comes back, doing that, those may not be the healthiest options, 
But if they're going to lead to you being happier, then that's still a good thing. And that falls under self-love. So really, it's the best of both worlds. Now, the last thing that I recommend is something I've talked about on this show before. It's starting your day for yourself. But the modification I want to add here is that you can also choose to end your day for yourself. So I want to really dive into this here because I think it is important. Even though I've talked about it in the past, it is important. Making time for yourself is critical to your own growth and development. And without your growth and progress, you won't actually be able to serve everyone else around you. We tend to put off our own growth, our own needs to help everyone else around us. But in truth, we can't actually do that effectively. We can't help other people effectively if we aren't in a decent place. So it can be tough. It can be hard to find the time during the day because between work, school, your family, your friends, your health and any other things, taking time for yourself and your mental health can be pushed to the back very easily. So this tip is about starting your day for you. That might mean waking up 10 minutes earlier to be with yourself by yourself. Maybe you do a meditation. Maybe you get a quick stretch in. Maybe you go for a walk or quite honestly, maybe you do nothing. Maybe you just are with yourself. Ultimately, it comes down to whatever it is you want to do. There should be no input from anyone else. This time, this moment is for you to actually connect with yourself and understand what it is you want. And if you're struggling to get it done in the morning, try ending your day for yourself instead. Block off those last 10 minutes of the day or just let it happen naturally when you're in bed. But do something that is yours and yours alone. Make the choice for yourself. I think that's ultimately what this comes down to. When it comes to self-love, we are often not making choices in our lives. We are reacting to things. We are allowing the rest of the world and everyone around us to place their needs and wants on us and we react to that. And that's good. That allows us to live in a society. However, we do need to reconnect with us. It's such a rare luxury nowadays because we live in this reactionary space, but it doesn't have to be. We can choose to block off that time and prioritize it. So that's three very simple self-love tips. Get more and better sleep. The amount of sleep you get is just as important as the quality of sleep. Quite honestly, a lot of sleep experts say that the quality of sleep is even more important. So doing whatever you need to do to improve that quality, whether that means investing in pillows, investing in a blackout curtain, getting starting a nighttime routine and getting away from blue light filter, whatever it is you need to do. And actually, I think I'm going to do another episode on sleep quality and how to improve that. But whatever it is you need to do, figure it out. Get more and better sleep. Start eating happier. Yes, we want to eat healthy and improve our life as it relates to that goal. But don't forget that eating happy matters too. You don't have to cut out all those things that do legitimately make you happy if they make you happy. And then finally, start your day for yourself or end it for yourself. I hope this is helpful to you. Let me know. Find the podcast over on Instagram at Tiny Leaps. I'd love to connect with you there and have a conversation. Thank you again for listening. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you are tuning in today. And remember that all big changes come 
from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Every day.